right. Test, so test. We're testing. We got to get right into this. We do. It's crazy. We were going to talk first, but. No, we'll, we'll, we'll introduce ourselves later. This is way more important. <laughs> Controversial opinion here. So I came over to visit Claudia today. I was sitting down with her sister, Taylor. I asked her, hey, Taylor, I went and go and got me something to eat. I'm a kind friend. Do you want some of my food? She says, no. But what did you get? <laughs> I got some lemon pepper wings from American Deli. Wet, as always. And she looks at me and she goes, nah. Lemon pepper wings aren't good. Ah! Taylor! Ah! How dare... And you're laughing about this. You're saying this as if it's okay. What is it, Taylor, about lemon pepper wings that you don't like? I don't really like lemon with any type of meat except fish. What does that even mean? Like, I just don't, I think it, the taste is weird. Like, it's weird to me. Like, lemon on chicken and stuff like that, it's weird. So, lemon pepper. I just just... don't get it. (gasps) And I've tried it before, and I just don't like it. I don't get it, and I don't like it. You try a lemon pepper wet. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Now, I will say, I don't like my lemon pepper wet. I just think it's a weird thing to be experiencing. Um, It's just not for me. What does that mean? buttery yeah that's all that, that means sounds even grosser. no it's like a butter sauce instead of a dry rub i've had the dry rub kind um but i feel like i would still not like the butter <laughs> welcome to somewhere in between hosted in atlanta georgia where lemon pepper is on everything Dry slow, homie. Dry slow, homie. You never know, homie. Let me some hoes, homie. You need to pump your brakes and dry slow, homie. It's My the homie king of Atlanta. Slow. It is. It is. Oh. I'm not disputing that. I will say that it's like super hard to go other places and try to eat wings because I'm like, there are some key seasonings missing on this menu, sir. Where is the lemon pepper at? It's like going to a different city and trying to go to a strip club or something. It's just not the same. Speaking of strip clubs, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Uh-oh, what did Taylor do this time? I walk into the house where Spike's already at because he was setting up the mics today. And my man's is, the TV's not on, so I'm like, okay, what's happening, bro? He's like, oh, you know, just watching on my phone. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So then I go to the bathroom. It's, you know, nothing's really happening. No big deal. Come out. Spike's watching World Star, but it's basically soft porn. And this World Star, though, does that make it? Are you saying that because it's on World Star, it's not porn? I'm saying it's like it's a, it's not like porn, porn. Like it's a subcategory of porn. Does that make sense? Continue explaining, please. Whereas, like, it's a wor- you know how World Star does these like dancer tryouts or dancer tryouts. That's what it is. Like, there's like video submissions for girls who want to be like World Star girls or Eye Candy girls. And I don't know exactly what. Oh, is that so? They post them on there because they want to be like video vixens. Yeah, almost? stuff like that. Is that the correct term for them now? I don't know. Video vixen. Yes. Is a vixen what you? I guess people want to be vixens. That's like, or like sensual, right? Or internet model. Or just model. Well, they're not real models. Is that uh, slippery slope? It is. It's a slippery <laughs> slope to not call someone a model. They're taking photos. They're, uh... But, like, 
trying really hard. They do give a lot of effort, I will say. What makes a model a model? And what and what point do you start being a an Instagram model and do you just become like a model? But that's what that's the question. Like if you're taking photos posed specifically in capacity to put them on the internet, aren't you also a model? Now, a supermodel is someone who's like, you know, yeah. runway, that runway. kind of thing. High-end fashion. So wouldn't magazine. that be the difference? So you have yeah. like a runway model, you have print models, and then you just have models. You could model for me right now. Because modeling is a verb, correct? Like to model is a verb. So lots of people could do it, I would assume. Are you Googling it? Um, I, yeah, no, seriously. Model To model is a verb. Yeah. So I feel like lots of people can do it. It doesn't just Fair mean. Enough. And then people, on, especially on social media, Instagram, they do make a lot of money off of this stuff. I mean, and they're doing, I mean, I feel like if you're working hard at it and you're making it work, whether you make money or not, if it makes you happy, then I say go for it. That was a welcoming welcome intro. It was a long welcome. Long-winded welcome. I hope everyone feels welcome to this episode. <laughs> How are you doing? No complaints. Uh, I'm cool today. Just ran some errands, did some other stuff. How was your day? Uh, you know, I'm trying out this new this new system, block scheduling. What does that consist of exactly? So it's like you look at your planner and you literally plan out every single part of your day. Like from the moment that you wake up to like getting ready, going to the gym, coming back, taking a shower. Like all of those things you put on your schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, you put like if you... Say we we're recording today at two. As soon as you told me what time, I blocked off the time that we're gonna be doing it. I gave us two hours, and then I get a bunch of notifications, trying to keep you on track so you actually like get things done instead of just making random like to do tasks lists. I have so, like a ton of stuff on there. Right is now. this more of a time management thing, or is this more of to help me not forget to do stuff? I think it's a little. I think <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a little bit of both. So. Instead of, like, making a to-do list that's, like, long and, like, you just never really make any time for it, you actually plan it out in your day. So, like, later on, I have to um, reserve some space for this party that we're throwing. Um, So I put it in, like, I have, like, an hour to, like, book the space, get all the stuff that we need, like, create the list of things we need to buy, and then I'm going to put that on the list another day. Like, at this day, I need to go to whatever store it is to get whatever it is. So it's um, time management and then creating a system where you're looking at your tasks and really figuring out, like, when are you going to get the stuff done as opposed to just, like, on a whim trying to make things happen but not – but watching Netflix for four hours. Because <laughs> you even put that in your schedule, like – I get so much your Netflix I time. Netflix. Do you? Yeah. I make a lot of phone calls. Hmm. You're rich. Am I? Lifestyle of the rich and the famous. Not, not really. No? Hmm. I had hmm. American Deli for lunch. I like American Deli. We went to Taqueria. You like tacos. I love tacos. It's true. Me, not so much. That's a weird thing to say. I feel like anytime I meet people who are like, eh, I don't really know about tacos, I'm like, but why? Like, what's What about a taco don't you like? It's not that I don't like them. It's just that I don't really like, you know. I'm not going to go out of my way to eat them. That's a weird thing to be doing. Uh, moving on. 
Moving on. Moving on. You seem to be in a much better spirits this week. You guys wouldn't know that because you think that we just haven't recorded any episodes. And really, we did record a few episodes and the file was encrypted. So, yep. it doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> anymore. You're very welcome. Maybe it was for the best. I don't know. Probably so. The <laughs> <laughs> last episode was kind of rough. Yeah, it was. We were just in a mood. And quite honestly, I'll give you a synopsis, everybody. We talked about Kanye. We decided we didn't really care. Uh, what else did we talked about in that episode? Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby got arrested finally for actually being found guilty of touching women uh, against their consent. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened that episode? We touched on a lot. Talked was- about Meek Mill again. Which, I'm actually sort of glad that that episode didn't come out, because then when I actually did a lot of research about his case, the reason he got arrested originally is what they convicted him on is, like, um, like pointing a gun at a police officer's head. But he's just like, if I actually do, did that, then if you, if you look at his um, mugshot, you can tell, like, this was a brawl. Like, he literally, it looks like he got his ass beat. And in any case, it's 2018, and how many times have we seen, like, a tall black man well, point a gun at a cop? I immediately goes there. I'm, no, no, I'm not he saying that. Have to be shot. I'm not saying that, but, like, actually point a gun at, a like, a cop and it not turn in. Because at that, literally, at that, in that situation, your yeah, life is on the line. line. Like, yeah. literally, you would be afraid for your life. But, but no, no bullets were shot. Come on. If there was a brawl, my uncle. No, 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 not a brawl. It wasn't. He got. They beat him up. That is allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, that's what they say. Regardless, all I'm saying is I've seen a lot of good interviews that he's been doing recently. And regardless, we all know the prison system needs reform. And how would that conversation that we had? Apply now. What's I don't think it. I don't think it would have. It wouldn't apply. I just think I because, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about we talked a lot about um, just how if you get in trouble, being able to stay out of trouble to stay out of jail makes sense. But after reading a bunch about it in the last week and a half, and just like seeing some of the interviews, and then reading some more about some of the stuff. Ten years is a really long time for a case that quite a, like quite a few lawyers thought was going to get thrown out just because of the shape that he went to jail in. Um, he was 17 when he got in trouble. You're talking about ten years of being on probation. Yeah, I do think you need to stay out of trouble for sure, but I, I think it's a little unrealistic. I didn't know at the time that what he got in trouble for that sent him to jail this time was for popping a wheelie in New York while he was shooting a music video, which they gave him a parking fine, and it got thrown out in New York City. And then when he got to Philadelphia, the judge there, who, uh, I mean, for a lack of better words, is just out to get him, quite honestly, gave him a four. Like, his lawyers were like, you know, you definitely are going to get in trouble for this because you can't do that, but, like, an additional sentence on your time, maybe you'll go to jail for, like, two weeks, a month, Four years for a parking, for a traffic violation? That's tough. Let's have this conversation. That's tough. Because it's the the same thing. Two things can be wrong or two things can be right. In this case, yes. His sentence, he was definitely over-sentenced. The sentencing is what I do not agree with from our conversation. I do agree you got to stay. If you're you're in trouble, you got to stay out of trouble. The sentence was like, this was totally justified. That was never the point. Maybe what I'm saying is I was... 
less informed than I am now. So I just feel, I just think it's out of control. It just needs to be reformed. Ten years to me to be on probation is is entirely too long for anything. We are in agreement that he should not have been on probation for that long. Right. I'm just like, it just makes no sense to me. He knew how long he was on probation. That is wild. (laughs) Like, at what point, am I just turning into like a Republican now? At what point does like personal accountability has to play a part in this. But personal accountability is fine if you are, like, I just don't, I, you know how I feel about people being in jail anyway. Yes. And I don't think that people should, people who are not a, um, what is the word I'm looking for? A, um, a threat. Like, not a threat to society, I just do not think should be in jail for any amount of time. Like, I just don't. And that's perfectly fine. So I'm two things. So, so two things can be two things can be wrong. And I, um, I don't know. I just think it's a little ridiculous, really. I, I totally, I still agree. Uh, as dumb as I think it is, if if because of how the rules are now, you need to stay out of trouble. Um, you just have to do it. You have to figure out how to do that. Because I do think, as far as community goes, community. Uh, I'm not sure if that word sounded right when I said it a second ago. I do think that uh, all communities have to do a better job of, like, these are the rules that we have and figuring out how to make them work the way that they work. And same thing, like, across the board, like, education, too. Like, uh, yeah, the education system's not great. Read with your kids at home. Like, there are lots of ways to be educated besides what a teacher can do who's (laughs) making $30,000 and has 35 students in her class. There's There's only so much... Barbara can do, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's how I feel. I don't know. And just for a recap, my point was never about the sentencing. It, it was, was just it that was. he hates him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, everybody. Just kidding. My <laughs> point was, even though his sentencing and his probation were unfair, he was well aware of his circumstances and knew what he could do to violate those. So even if you don't necessarily agree that you should be on. You still have to abide by it. And if you don't, there will be consequences, fair or unfair. Fair. There you go. All right. You got anything you want to talk about? Because <laughs> I got some. This has always been eating at me, but it really, like, I don't understand. So, obviously, I guess we can talk about this, too. Childish just dropped the video for um, This, this is America. America. Yeah. Dropped it a week ago. And, you know, it went viral and it's all over the place. It's got 120 million views yeah, already. Like, or something crazy. You know, it's, it's, a, it's very at the forefront of the culture right now. Cool. Outside of that, an argument or a discussion arose because Childish Gambino, the mother of his child and the mother of his unborn child, is white. Yes. And the argument has been, can you be pro-black with a, a non-black spouse? And I don't understand, or let me, not even spouse, significant other. And I don't understand, like, how is this a correlation? Like, who does, in terms of race, does who you choose as a partner say something about how you view your own race? I don't think so. But? People say... Uh-oh. No, no, no. I get the bleep button out? No, 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 no. I was, people say that, you know, if you, you know, you've always heard the saying, like, if you don't 
like date a black man or date a black woman you don't really love yourself like yeah like i never whatever. understood it that. just seems really that seems super heavy to me and i don't and i really just think it's people who are missing the point one regardless if you newsflash if you're black dating any other i'm gonna call them species of human just say race. Black people being species, too. I just mean because there's, like, lots of different mixes of people. So all you. kinds of races, not the ones that we even know, but just even the new mixes that are coming along. The new mixes. I love it. It's just, like, it's a lot of remixes going on out <laughs> here, man. If you have babies with a black person, they're going to be little black babies. Like, they that they will be affected. Like, whether you're mixed but or not. taking the kids outside of even but just, I'm saying, like, like he, choosing a partner. But regardless it doesn't change his stance on what his life has been because of the woman that he decides to date and it doesn't change the type of children that they have who will have the same similar experience like even if the kids come out and they're like super light-skinned like i watched this documentary once and um they were doing like a study and this black guy was saying that he has never picked his daughter up from school because the way that her skin tone looks, she's light enough and her hair is straight enough that she passes for white. And he said he won't pick her up because he doesn't want anyone at the school to know so that they don't start treating her differently. So, like, all of those things go hand in hand. You know, like, he's thinking about that with his kid that's little. So why wouldn't Childish Gambito be thinking about his children that are little and how he was brought up and how people call him white and all he wants to do is be himself. You know what I mean? And is anyone surprised that Childish Gambino is dating a white woman? Like, his name... <laughs> he's like, his, his music's like woke now, but it's like Love You Till 3000 or whatever the song was when he first came out. It was like super poppy and he's always changing the dynamic of conversations. So it, not that I'm saying you couldn't date a black woman because we are not monolithic either, but... At all. But does it matter? Eh, I don't think so. I think people just want something to talk about. No, well, like, for instance, my grandmother, if I were to bring a white woman home, mm-hmm. my grandmother, it would... Oh, my God, it would devastate her. But, but our grandparents are much closer to, to... It's not even closer. She grew up in there. She that's what I'm saying. So, segregation. And so, she, and a lot of, so there's a different dynamic. They have, like, a deep... And that's for both sides. That's not just black grandmothers. Yeah. That's, like, white, white people, people too. too. Like, they're not used to... You're talking about grandparents, great-grandparents. But... Here's, I My guess, great grandmother was calling our aunt a cracker for years. Such is life. Like, <laughs> and she loved her. Yeah. But she was just like... Hey. For a long time, it was like, don't bring that cracker woman into my house. And I was like, yo, I don't, I'm little, but I don't know. I don't think you can say, you can't talk to her like this. But I guess <laughs> another part of it, I know people, and I'm assuming you know people too. And we're just going to call it a preference. Their preference is a certain thing. I know white people who their preference is, I will only date a black person. I know black guys who... I'm only dating light-skinned or white women. I'm not dating, like, darker-skinned black women, however crazy that is. So is does that play, is that, like, a factor in this conversation, too, kind of where that, that preference borderlines on, like, a bigger issue? Now, that, to me, I feel like is something kind of different. Like, anyone going out of their way specifically... 
I mean, if it's skin tone and what you're just what you're naturally attracted to. See, I think there's a difference between natural attraction. I think natural attraction. Yeah, that's different. Where it's like this. I when I'm looking for it, this is the only thing I'm looking at. Natural attraction is like I had a lineup, and this is what caught my eye. And I don't mean lineup in the sense of like this is going out. (laughs) (laughs) Sounding weird. Yeah, no, you know I, feel, I, mean, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think everyone has stuff that they're naturally attracted to. So I'd never take that away from anybody, you know? Like, you might be naturally attracted to someone who's, like, tall and, like, thin and, like, yeah. has super chocolatey skin or, like, a, you know, something like else. Personality. Personality. The way they dress. Is- I struggle with people, not just men, but people who are specifically looking at other races because they're expecting a different experience because I truly believe that I think that people are all like very similar like I don't think that just because you date white women means that you're going to get someone who lets you take advantage of them I don't believe if you date dark skin women they're going to have a nasty attitude and be, like, cussing you out. Like, and those are all stereotypes of, like, why I've heard sometimes, and I can only speak for men, like, why I've heard some men say they prefer this over that. And I'm like, but the same way, and excuse the names, it's just for reference, like, the same way that Becky might cuss you out. Shout out to Becky for cussing you out. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. Choose the most ghetto name you I'm can think of. I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> Sharkeisha, No! Yeah, yeah, Shaquana, like, Shaquana's cussing you out, too, like, and it has nothing, you know what I mean, so, the same, if it's for reasons like that, that I'm like, I'm not for that. I got you. Just like, even if I was, people for a long time thought, like, oh, Claudia dates white guys, whatever. I thought that for the longest. You know, <laughs> whatever. Um, But, I was like, hmm not really for me i mean i have but it wasn't but but i I never wanted to date white guys who only dated black girls no but i think my point with that would be you're not you didn't say no to them because they're white you're saying no to them because i dated this guy and we just weren't compatible right it wasn't it was never on like a nothing like it would be this it would be the same reason i wouldn't date a black guy the like the white guys that i dated and then a few of the white guys who would try to talk to me it always like, a lot of them were looking for, like, I only date black women. And I'm like, what's that about? Like, date women. And then if you happen to just be attracted <laughs> to it, like, yeah, like, nah, I'm not, I'm not one, I'm not that. I don't want to be that. Uh-uh. Not the token. So you feel if they think that, then it's like either a fetish or there's some, there's like a, a bigger reasoning for it. I'm not cool with the fetishes. Yeah, no. Be, my thing is like, be yourself. Like, People who are genuinely just themselves, you like, then you can't, then you're not doing it because you're, like, trying to be super cool. Like, I listen to John Mayer, and I listen to Migos. Like, it's cool. I only listen to John Mayer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But if you're like, I only listen to Migos, but what? Why? I feel that way about, I don't want anybody to be monolithic, though. Like, I want everybody to be a plethora of things. Yeah. Explore. Explore. (laughs) Plus, that shit is crazy, man. The Migos? Well, they're not great live. Oh, God. But what's crazy? Um, 
I think it's crazy to be like, I only date this kind of person. Like, I just think it's like a weird thing. Now, should it be held completely separate? It's going back to the original thing about Chattis Gambino. Does it change the message if you find out, like, his spouse? Or better yet, um, no. I hear this or I read this all the time on the internet. And me and my old lady have this discussion some of the time. When it comes to how black women perceive black men, especially black men who have, quote unquote, uh, excuse me, obtained a level of success when they date outside of their race. Why is that viewed differently than how black men view black women dating outside of the race? We expect you guys to get a lot of money and date. Outside of your race. But, like, why is it <laughs> with vitriol, though, where it's like, oh, of course he has a white woman, or of course he has a white wife, or something like that? I don't know if people are, I mean, you just are sort of used to it at this point. Because they were coming at, um, what's the guy who just went for Get Out? Um, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Because his wife is white. It's like, oh, Get Out doesn't mean as much now, because his wife is white. I don't agree with that. I think that people have to figure out how to separate the two. Because it's like saying, because I didn't go... So, like, can people who went to private schools and are, um, like, their families are super-duper well-off, like, can they not go and want to help the education system for people who don't have the same kind of, you know what I mean? Like, to me, those things are the same. But what does his wife being white have to do with his own life experiences and what he has experienced personally? Like, you're not experiencing, if me and you were married, you wouldn't be experiencing my life for me. I would have experienced all the stuff leading up to this for myself. So, like, I don't understand why people get so outraged by this. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think people want to not be able to separate it. But the same question kind of goes for, uh, you can say it about a lot of things. I feel not just black, but also, eh, I don't know, I guess just for black people in general what do i want to say i don't know I, I i think there's something about like there is a pride in dating someone of your own race i don't think that that takes away from you wanting to help your race though just cuz you date outside you know what i mean like what pride people do you get don't in dating people don't guy? say anything about jewish people da- wanting to date jewish people people don't say anything about you know what i'm saying like People don't say anything about, um, what's another one? I mean, about like, Italian people uh, Italian people wanting to, to date Italians to keep the bloodline, like, not, yeah, to keep the bloodline pure. Like, people don't say anything about stuff like that. It's literally the only people who, and this is just what I found recently, like, the only people where it's, like, a problem for them to be like, you know, I would like my black son to date a black woman. What's what? what is the issue? I think you. I it's again where we're saying like, as somewhere in betweens. I think it's important for us as we grow generationally, just so we can change some of these conversations to realize you you can make a change. You can date outside of your race and still stick up for your race and want to help change it and want to like help the community and make sure that what was happening before doesn't happening happen again. I think all those things are fair, but at the same time, I think it's okay for black women to feel some type of way about black men 
dating black women when they're trying to make it, and then as soon as they make it, what's accessible, but it's also what's accessible to them. I mean, it's like, eh. Yeah, black like, women are like the last. We're like the, we're currently switching the bar where we're like some of the most educated, we're some of the most like business. Were. Recently. This is like recent uh. times. So like now there's going to be more, I feel like there'll be more black women in those environments with those people. See, I don't you know even what I'm think saying? it's the environment, though. I think it's just like... How wouldn't it be the environment, <laughs> like, though? Instance, if you move to Los Angeles, there's not a... Like, there's no, but a few, the, but, that's but my point, it's though. like being like, in Valdosta. I guess... Okay, I guess when, I, when I'm thinking environment, I'm not thinking necessarily about wealth and status. I'm thinking about, like, your actual area. What's I'm talking there. about your actual area. Yeah, so if like, you leave Atlanta, ain't... It, I mean... Sparse. Even if you go to certain parts of Atlanta, black people can kind of be spare. That's what I'm saying. So if you are a wealthier, a, a wealthier individual, and you move to certain areas in certain cities, then what are you going to naturally? I'm not saying anything against it, but what will you naturally be around? You'll naturally meet. You'll naturally fall in love and marry. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it, but I think it's okay on the opposite ends of those things to acknowledge that that people would not like to see it because i mean get over it seriously but please please but i think it's i think it's okay to have both of those things like would it be cool to see someone who's in like a super high position well to see like a multitude of black men marry black women i would be lying to say that that's not something i would like to see because that would be crazy what but like what but i also don't care i also don't care about black women dating Outside, outside of their race, like. But I guess that's the question. Well, I guess that's my question now. Like, as a black man, if a black woman wants to date, date whoever you want to date. As long as you're happy, I don't. I could care about anything else. Yeah, I mean, all those things are true. So why why is there a different level of pride or a different sense of pride if you see a black man and a black woman together? Instead of just seeing two people who are like now going to be happy. What? Ask me again. Like, wh- you said you, you would be lying if you didn't see, like, a sense of pride or there wasn't, like, something about saying black men and black women together. Because it is. I mean. Like, what about it, though? I'm black. My family is black. I think it's nice to see, like, two people who's, like, literally their history has tried to tear them apart forever. Like, literally our entire lives, people and the, like, the government, the whole system has been created to divide black households. Like, that's just what it is. So to me, to see two black people come from something like that and create success and actually find one another and act right with one another, to me, that's a prideful thing. And I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with, with black people being okay with seeing that and wanting to see that, as opposed to finally making it and then creating an, and literally an entire race of human. Because, I mean, mixed is going to be, that's going to be like another race soon enough. Not just mixed black and white, but mixed like Spanish and black and like, Filipino everything. and white and everything. like everything. These will be kids mixed. out here, bro, they don't they don't care. It's just out here. Swirls. Yeah, it's just out swirls. here. Swirls. And I don't. Again, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm not saying I think anything's wrong with any of that. I, I'm like, all for it. There's I nothing, encourage it. There's nothing wrong with it. However, I do think it's okay for black people to be okay with saying that it like it is nice to see, like to make sure that we're not like 
that we continue like pushing us too. Like, geez, when all these mixed worlds come, I would like to see like black people standing next to these mixed worlds, standing next to some like these like white people, standing next to like completely Mexican. Like, I think it's okay for all of those, just so you continue to have like a like a really mixed, diverse group of human beings. Uh, I don't care about. Date who you want to date, love who you want to love, but I would be lying to say that I don't, I don't find pride in something like that. Right. Which is why whenever anyone would ask me about it, I was like, you know, I have to date, I have to date like a special type of black man because I need you to like, we gotta listen. Whoa, to rap. what is this? No, 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 not like that. Not, not even special kind. Someone who's okay with like doing some different. Like, I don't want to just listen to rap all the time. I, I don't want to just like. I need to. I want to do like lots of different things because I don't like just one thing all the time any either. Why do we normalize that though? What? We're like to only be black is to be a certain way. I don't know. I've been telling I sound. I've been people have been telling me I sound white my whole life. Whatever that means. Me and a whole bunch of friends that I know. We like <laughs> you too, bro. Like sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I be like, "What did you say?" <laughs> but I'm just I, here, you know. So that's but like, but again, it's like. We keep talking about, like, changing the dynamic of how we even think about it. It's not even talking black or, like, needing a special type of black guy. But I can just say, like, anytime I ever dated white guys, I always thought, you're really nice and I really like you. But but there's, like, a piece of it that you'll never understand. And I don't want to have to explain that to you all the time. To be woke is important. Yeah, there are there are people who are woke. But when you say there's a piece you wouldn't understand, what piece is that? Is it like, okay, this is kind of how I have to view the world because I know the world views me a certain way? Yes. And I and I truly so think- and I truly believe no matter what, there are circumstances that people find themselves in on both sides where they'll 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 never understand Same. what it feels like to be that. Whether that's a white person in an, in an all black environment or a black person in an all white environment, there are just things about us as human beings right now where you won't understand it from the same perspective and being able to be in a room with someone who understands it already and we don't have to talk about it cuz we both just know that like all right, we know where we are. This is what this is about to feel like. We don't have to. We don't have to have a group meeting in the car to make sure we're both on the same page before we go inside. So is this just black and white? So like, no, if you were dating a Hispanic guy, there are going to be certain things. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, t- like I knew I after dating a few different types of people, I knew like I wanted like if I decide that marrying a human being is something that I'm a part going to be a part of. Can't marry Roxy. Well, no, that would be weird. Um, that I would want it to be someone who has the same type of, I want to say skin, yeah, I mean, same culture, if you will. Fair enough. I mean, it's just, that's just my preference. Like, I did it, I See, tried. I'm and okay I, and with I, the preference. And I could have done it, and I could have. You know, like, I could have made it work, and we could have talked about it, and they were all, it wasn't like any of them were like, you know. Fuck no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. It wasn't nothing like that. It was just, like, down to the core of who I realized that I was even. Like, those are things that are super important. And, like, it's weird to watch people get shot on TV, but it's super weird to realize, like, yo, my cousin looks like this dude, like, your cousin? 
Like, I look like this nigga. <laughs> but, you know, like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that and that, we could talk about it. And and it was something like, something like that had happened. And they were like, man, that really sucks. And then it's like, you know, now you, you can't talk about what it feels like to be in a Macy's alone and realize you're alone and realize everybody in the store is now staring at you too. See, what's really interesting is I've been able to witness this through someone else's eyes. Do you remember you Travis from the other weekend? Big, big white guy? Mm, maybe. He was at our house when you came over to surprise Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I love Travis, and I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this, but Travis is all white. Yep. Completely white. He is. Makes no shames, bones about it. He nope. will tell you he's white. He's from Nebraska. <laughs> His wife is <laughs> real white. <laughs> he is He is white. <laughs> no confusion whatsoever. No ancestry test needed. <laughs> European. <laughs> European. 99.9%. We're certain. <laughs> but. Like a drop of Asian. <laughs> Travis' wife is mixed. Yep. And they have two daughters. And one of their daughters is very fair skinned. So she could conceivably pass for white, especially if she's going out with him. Mm-hmm. The other one it looks light skinned. Like she looks like a light skinned black woman. Okay. Or. Yeah. Not woman, but, you know, she's yes, six she's, I five. mean, she's a baby, but, yeah. yeah, 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 still. I've witnessed a change in him and just, like, how he processes and views the news and certain stuff. So, we were at his house. This would have been for his 40th birthday. It was me, him, and Tater. And we were sitting around just having a casual conversation. And I and I said something, and it was like, hand me that nigga. And I was talking to Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> Not like hand me that nigga, but it was just like I casually threw nigga into whatever we were talking about. Right. And he was like, hey, you can't say that word. And I was like. Excuse me? <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold on, buddy. <laughs> but then, like, we sat down and had like a three-minute conversation about how he evolved and pretty much, I guess he grew up in his area, like his town, casual yeah. racism. Like, you know, just certain things people would say and it's just like, yeah. it's just the way it is. Now he goes back and views it, and he's viewing everything through how is the world going to perceive my daughters, and how is this going to affect my daughters? Yeah. And it's like, it's changed him so much. And, like, the music he listens to, the words, whenever there's a new shooting, a new shooting, Lord have mercy. Whenever Listen, there's a shooting. How, or, that's, that's normalized, or man. Like, it is. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> But even, like, just with certain things, with all the stuff that's going on with, like, the cops being called on police for Starbucks and the lady taking a nap in the dorm room and all that stuff. Being black in America, you mean? But, like, (laughs) to see him or to see, like, that awakening. Yeah. And just, like, somebody being enlightened to, like, oh, wait a minute. I've always viewed this stuff. Like, I've always known it was there. I've always, like, you knew it exists. But to actually understand it and... It it affects someone you love, like yeah. love dearly. Your yeah, your, your child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like to see that change in him is actually like pretty dope. And I think, honestly, in my opinion, the end into racism, if it ever will or can truly end, won't be through. Like kind of the means we're going by It's going to be through. How how how's the most political? politically correct way I can a say A bunch this. of mixed babies. Yes, it's going to be people laying next to each other at night. Yeah. And no, I'm not... Listen, I'm not... <laughs> let's be clear, Spike. I'm not saying any of those things aren't true. Or that I think... 
I think a mixed breed population is on its way regardless. I'm all for it. I literally said I was all for it. Can, can you imagine the type of lemon pepper wings that are going to come out of this? No, I'm going to be annoyed, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, I think all that is very true, and it's going to take people's families being, like, mixed up. And quite honestly, just, like, a few generations of people love them dearly to just kind of, I don't want to say fade, but there's, like, a lot of, like, what we're saying, like, all of our grandparents lived it's through like it has to strain it has, it has to, to it has to strain out like yeah. you literally it's it's it like is, going natural you know at first you got perm at the end of your edges i, I, I can't relate to, can't relate this. to this, this i don't topic. i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> i have a black mother i have a black fiance <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about you're right and we have a lot of list, different listeners out there so let me use something else um there the, the going natural for all my anybody who knows anyone who's gone through the natural freight phase you, it would have totally made sense but it's like i don't know it's like waiting for let's use like pasta noodles to boil maybe i don't know like this you have to make sure you get all this all the noodles in the pot like the stuff at the top they're just gonna be hard you just gotta wait you just gotta wait from the like, soft down. Just gotta keep and going. Keep boiling them. Keep boiling. Then finally, now everyone's here. in the pot. Everything's mixed up. We still up. got like four more generations to go to get where we need to be. Yeah, I mean, at least we'll be old. I'll be dead. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's not happening anytime soon. Jeez, always. But hopefully, you know, we're getting closer. I think mixed things are. It's good. It's not for me. I. It could be. I. You know, I'm not gonna cross myself off the list. Who knows? It. Maybe I'll change my view, but I definitely think that that's going to be part of what it takes. And, like, whether that's me, just because I would prefer to date someone who looks similar to me, um, but, like, my brother might date someone, and then we'd have a mixed kid there. And then, you know, like, we have friends that are in mixed relationships, and they'll have some little mixed kids. So then... Then have some mulatto babies. Some mulatto babies. And we'll love them. Oh, ever love ever much so. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it's not like Claudia it's not like killers out here like, nah. Killer hates the kids. Killer hates the kids. <laughs> no. That's not a clip. It's not snippets. We're not no no clickbait with that. I'm for it. All I'm saying is I think it's okay to be both. I think yeah. it's okay to be okay with having mixed relationships and people still having views about their culture and being really, really connected. But I also think it's fine for people to be prideful. Now, let us also be clear. I don't mean prideful in a way like my race is better than yours. Not in like a you don't deserve to live here. Not in a like we're not going to serve you when you come in to eat kind of way. That's not what I'm saying at all by being prideful. But I do think it's okay for all races to decide for themselves. Like I would like to date someone who's similar to me. Because so life is hard. Yeah, you're proud of your culture. Not necessarily like. Of your racial culture. Yes, yes. You're, you, I think it's okay to be proud of your racial culture. Because when you say, or, like, I'm proud to be white, that could take on, like, a different connotation. To well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's not about, it's not my, about my race being dominant. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. It's just, like, life is really hard, and the experiences you have in life are affected because of your race. So if you want to date someone who understands... And and their life is similar to yours, and in the way that people view you racially, then I don't think anything's wrong with keeping the bloodline strong or whatever. Bloodline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be right. <laughs> Not a doctor. These pure breeds over here. Yeah, right. If you did my ancestry, I'm sure there's like 
20 different African villages floating through these uh, veins. I'm pretty sure I'm West African somewhere all up in me. With like a hint of well, like aren't white. are we all stuff. sort of West African and we're all sort of white? Like if you see my mom, my mom's like. If you see my grandmother. Yeah. It wasn't choice. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you guys thought we were going one direction. Well, Claudia goes on a break. I'm going to just vamp for a minute. Race and race relations, especially when it comes to romance, is really weird to me. I don't think, personally, I don't think race should guide how you view romantic situations. But maybe I'm in a sucking place and I just don't know it. What? No, like when you hear, like, do you know who um, Umar Johnson is? Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar. Yeah. Oh, you can't be a real black man unless you date a black woman. That seems extreme. Marriage is hard. Relationships are hard. If the person that I'm happy with and I love happens to be, you know, Hispanic or something, y'all just going to have to deal with it, bro. Like, yeah. I'm not going to stress myself out over your insecurities, buddy. But it's neither here nor there. I like to listen to him. He says he has some interesting things going on. It gets a little preachy, which I'm not really about. He but goes a little. He goes. He goes to an extreme really quick. It's like you're like driving down the road and it's like, oh, it's like oh that. God, That's how oh, I feel. No. Oh no! Oh, oh my god! How no. do we get here? How do we get here? No, 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 no. Let me out! Let me out! Let my me guy. out! My guy, my guy, we gotta, we gotta come back from this. I don't mind it though. I mean, I do. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm in the sunken place and I just don't know it. I think it's okay to listen to, like, lots of different people's perspectives on things. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I, and I think some of that is them also listening to, like, eh. That's where I'm like, it just gets a little preachy. And I'm like, just say your point. Don't be yelling. and It's just too much. But, I mean, he's got some points, and I can agree on some of it. And then some of it's just, like, super extremist, I almost feel like. He goes way too extreme for me. Yeah. Like, sort of how I – not sort of, like – Eh, sort of. It's like almost alt righty, except for like alt blacky. I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> He's very militarized. Yeah, it's very militant and a little aggressive. But I mean, everyone's. Everyone is different. Everyone, everyone has is, a different opinion. Yeah, everyone has the right to their own opinion. So I'm not here to judge. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Apparently. Why are you skinning cats? I don't know. Who was skinning all of these cats? We had to make a phrase about it. All right. What else is on you? Oh, did we even talk about the Childish video? No. You skimmed you, you skim skim right over it. Because that race thing really annoyed me. What do oh. you think of the Childish video? And then that girl, what's the name of Nicole Arbor and the message behind it? Um, I thought it was good. I thought the messaging was really good. I thought it was very, um... Uh, do I want to say tasteful? I thought that he got his point across really well by what he was doing. Yeah, it was um, very artistic. It wasn't yeah. very overt. He wasn't hitting you over the head with it. Which was cool. Um, As opposed like, to this Nicole Arbor chick. The dancing in the front was cool because it, it kind of like showed, in my opinion, like how distracted we are all the time. Like how easily distracted because there was so much crazy shit going on behind him. Or like... The people get the people getting shot, and then them like dragging the bodies by the ankles, but then putting the gun, like wrapping the guns and cloth and carrying them away. I thought it was good. What did you think? Drop uh, some dimes on them, Spike. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial opinion here. 
uh, I thought the video was okay. I thought it did his message. Is it like the mind blowing, like universe altering thing that is like? It's the dancing in the front. It's uh, of course it's not. It's like it's. It was an okay video for four minutes, but you know, it was long. I didn't watch the full four minutes. I watched two minutes, then I watched it again. Okay, I did watch the whole thing. It, it took me a while though. I, like it's one of those things. Like a year from now, will you still watch it? Or let, let me rephrase that: Will you still view it the same way? Who's to say? In terms of artistically, because the message, I think the message is gonna always be relevant. I guess we have to be able to separate the two, because artistically, it's a good video. But you know. I think it was. I think that it will, just because no one else has done anything similar to it in recent time. Nicole Arbor did. You're going to keep saying that. So I think that's so why I think that's sort of the point with it more than anything else. Um, and for that reason, I, you know, I think it's good. I don't think I think what does it mean even to like stand the test of time? You know, like that is some aggressive shit you got you got going on over there. No, you want thing, you just, you just want just, all things to stand the test of time. It's not that. It's just like I get the message is very relevant, like the intention and the point they're trying to drive home. I thought artistically they conveyed their message. Do I think it's this like great big extravagant piece, you know, like work of art or something? No. But what is a great big piece of extravagant art that you've seen in the last How years? you said when you were at Coachella, how you knew in the moment when you were watching Beyonce that this was a thing. Yeah. I don't think that video is a thing. Does that make sense? Is that a good comparison? It didn't happen live, though. Not even live, though. Just like... <sighs> what would be a relevant thing to this? Because all of my references well, would be I'm like, for what sports. Would it, what would it be... Com- what, what are you... You even try to compare it to anything. <laughs> Here's the other question there. Because I've mentioned her name like four times already. What do you think of the version of the video and song that Nicole Arbor did? And do you think the backlash she's received? Have you even seen her video? I have not seen it yet. I have seen the backlash about it. Let's pause and we'll watch the video right quick. Okay. All right. So we're back. So Claude just watched the video. It was exhausting to me. (laughs) All right. So a couple questions before we dive deep into it. One, what do you think of the message and what she was trying to come across? Two, how do we feel when non-black artists take black art... Comments are disabled on this video. Clearly. How do we feel when non-black artists take black art, and especially black art that's centered around race and racial violence, and balloons off from there, and I don't want to say, and remixes it with their own viewpoint? So starting with the first one, what are your thoughts about it and what she was trying to do? I would like to bring Nicole Arbor to the church. Uh-oh! There's a feeling angels moving around me. I just worship thee for all he's done for me. It's a Seriously, um, I 
get what she was trying to do. I totally do. But I just think it it belittles to me both concepts. Like what she was trying to do for like the feminist movement and saying that women are more than about their brains and well, more than about their bodies and what they look like. And you had it they, right the first time. What more about their? More about their bodies, less about their brains. More about their... No. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> shut up. Stop talking to me. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, I think I could be... No, I'm not... Shut up! Um, I think what she was going for with the uh, um, <clears throat> women are more than just their bodies, and we are smart, and we have more to offer the world than, like, just getting married and just having babies, and, like, that's not the only thing we're, like, put on this earth to do. Um, that makes sense... But you don't get to, in the heat of, like, everyone talking about this video and, like, what it means to black people and what it means about gun violence on people of color and just, like, what is really happening right now. You don't get to use that to create this message, especially because while watching it, I just felt like she was making more of a mockery of what he did in the video. Like... I'm all about I'm all about a spoof. I am, but I think that there has to like we've been talking about like free speech and all that stuff. I feel like there has to be there has to be like a line where you are like this isn't something that we should be spoofing because it is literally talking about what's happening. Like even the way she was dancing, the way she was dressed. Why are you why are you dressed up in cut up jeans and a black hoodie? And why are you dancing like, like, you clearly don't dance like this in your normal life. So, like, all of that, to me, read wrong. Well, I guess my interpretation of it was a little different. Now, I'm not going to use the word spoof, because when I think of spoof, I think of something that was intentionally done as a joke. I don't think this was intentionally done as a joke. It looks like a, like, like a joke. Even though what she's talking about is very serious, the way that it's put together, in my opinion looks very, like, I meant for this to be funny. I don't... In my opinion. That's well, just how it comes off, especially because of the video that she... Because of the video that she used and what's happening right with the kind of conversation that it's creating. I, I just think it was a bad move on her part. Well, I, I, the reason I would push back on that was just even look at some of the imagery she chose to use with the mother breastfeeding, with the lady getting drugged, with the disabled woman, with the couple and the wife having to deal with like social media and all that, whatever. I totally understand what she was, she was doing. I get I, that. I'm but, talking about she to me is a spoof, not the stuff that's happening around her because all of what she's saying is very true. And she used like a bunch of different colors of people and sizes of people. And I, all of that I get, but to me it, it looked very spoofy just in it literally just the dancing part of it all looked very like spoof, like why are you why are you dancing? What's All right, happening? Well let's unpack it a little bit and let's start with let's take away the the childish Gambino part of it for right now and let's just focus on simply her messaging. A lot of the backlash has been this is as has been you know, with SJWs all over, you know, social media for the past four or five years, this is white feminism and it's what white women problems are, not necessarily what women women's problems, problems. Are. I mean <laughs> I've been saying that. I mean, so yeah. here's a question, and this is just uh, my thought, or at least my question about that. 
how would you prefer, or what would be a better way? Not necessarily how would you prefer, because that sounds antagonistic. What would be a better way for a white woman to be, to acknowledge, using her art to acknowledge a black woman's problems? Does that make sense? Because it's like asking Gambino in his video to talk about, like, PTSD from the soldiers or something. Is it fair to, to put that on him in that particular instance right there? I think that she did what she wanted, and she sparked conversation by releasing it so fast. It was definitely put together fast. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought it was a spoof. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I struggle with feminism just across the board. I don't think it's super inclusive of quite a lot of groups of people. And I think Ooh. that all of those groups of people are like all of those groups of people's problems are different. Like, like a Muslim woman's issues and especially a Muslim woman who isn't in the United States, who may be in a Middle Eastern country. Her issues are different than a black, American a black woman's woman. problem and a white woman's problem. Or a black woman in Africa's issues may be different than a black woman in America's issues. Yeah. And I think it's hard for, I don't want to say the problem with feminism in my eyes. Feminism to me is so large and and like what you're saying, like what the issues that she's facing, that's not at the, necessarily at the top of the list for concerns for like women of color necessarily. Like there's like a like a like a a few things above those issues. It's a couple she's steps missing on her staircase. Yeah, like it just turned into a slide in the middle right there. <laughs> yeah, so I think to ask her to Live in somebody else's shoes is a little challenging just because she's never going to really feel what that is like. Um, that seems like a lot to bite off. And I feel like maybe she was at, just playing devil's advocate a little bit. I feel like she was definitely trying to say she's being inclusive of everyone. Like, just like I said, she had she did have a lot of different representation in the video itself. Like, it wasn't like it was only, you know, blondes. Skinny blondes with big boobs. It was. It wasn't that. There were a lot of different people in the video, so I think she really tried her best to be inclusive. But what? What do they want? Her, what did they want her to do differently? As far as women go. Well, I watched it with Tater. Her thing has always been, yes. How can I say this? Because I'm a woman, some of these issues definitely affect me. Yes. The social media stuff. I. She doesn't really have that problem now, but it may become a problem. Breastfeeding. In public, I mean, yeah, I don't care if you want to feed your baby, feed your baby. It is what it is. Yeah, um, but just like those certain things, the roofing and drug and rape that affects all women. Yeah, um, the corporate some of the, she didn't really show it in the video, but lyrically she talked about like corporate interests and the corporate ladder and women getting glass ceilings. The, and- yeah, the wage gap and all that stuff she alludes to. So I think there are things who definitely affects them, but it's also, you know. They're black problems. Hey, I got a. I'm getting the police called me because I went to sleep in my in a dorm in a study room. Right. That's what I was saying. Or, like, yeah. Or with Tatiana or with Tater, one of her big things is people, mainly white women, always wanting to touch her hair. She's like, for whatever reason, like she's very, very big on that. Yeah. Whereas, but that's people of color in general, like. But again, that's the issue. Like, it's just so many different issues to try to... How do you encompass them all? Or, or represent them all in a fair and honest way? Or even in, like, a, if you're talking about stuff like that, it's like, oh, 
you're sad because the corporate ladder is so high and there is a glass ceiling, but women of color are just trying to get positions in the building at well, all. That's an unfair, that's an unfair argument. Though. Not, but not untrue. But it's like me looking at Monique and saying, "You shut up because you already have status, and they're offering you a half a million dollars." There are some entertainers who can't even get that. Whereas, like, you have different scales. No, but, I'm not talking about scales. Not, I'm talking not, not, about business. I'm talking about Fortune 500 companies no, no, no. that I have scales. I don't mean. I mean like Monique's problems may be different than the problems my mom may face, but their both of their problems are still problems that need to be addressed. What I'm saying is, as far as feminism goes and women of color in the feminist movement, you're talking about a glass ceiling when they won't hire women of color to work in the building where you're talking about a ceiling. That's what I'm talking about. See, And, that, and, that's and that, that's still newer. There's still like, two problems that are problems. How do we... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's not... She's, she's, she's worried about a glass ceiling and women of color are just trying to get in the building. Like, take us seriously and be okay with our natural hair. Not... <laughs> you know what I'm like? I don't want to have to wear a perm because you feel more comfortable with my hair like that. Like... Those are all. It just depends. To me, I'm not even on none of that. Like feminism, we got to start somewhere. We got to take care of. of I don't want to say take care of the dominant race, but that's what it sort of feels like sometimes. In my opinion, feminism. Feminism to me has felt like that for a long time. Like, oh, women need the right to vote. Okay, well, we White get women got the right we to get vote. you guys the right to vote, but then all of a sudden. We don't need to talk about it anymore. I like, told you, Susan B. Anthony is a straight up fucking bitch. Oh and I'm not my god! Any of that shit. Ah! Susan ah! B. Anthony suck my. Ah! If she were alive right now, and oh she my god! In here, I will pull out my and purposely go slap her on the cheek with it. That is sexual assault. I'm okay with it. There'll be jeez. There'll be one me too thing I earned, and I will take it. Oh my she god! She deserves it. Fuck her. So to me, feminism has always been sort of like that, and it. Uh, so. Eh. I get it. I, you know, change is coming and every day it gets a little better. And I don't, I don't know if I don't like to put myself in boxes of things like feminism, but with the video, I didn't see what she was saying. I understand what she's trying to do with feminism. I totally get it. In my opinion, it lacks taste just because the conversation in that video is about like gun, like a violence in America and what's happening like across the board racially and to take the attention off of that. And now we are talking about this, this, what I feel like is sort of spoofy. I'm going to keep saying it. Cause that's how like watching it. It felt, it was almost like comical to me in in the sense, in comparison of the two things, childish Gambino went for art and really trying to have people use their brains. And she went for something that someone was using as brains and got clickbait because of it. And I'm not into that in any capacity and I definitely am not into it when it has the opportunity when one has the opportunity to really like open people's minds and get them to think about it like oh we are taking better care of guns than we are of these human lives like maybe we really need to think about this but instead of us having that conversation now we're talking about you know like you being able to breastfeed in public which is important be yourself but i don't know if it is the same so i guess it gets into the second part of the conversation then how do we feel when a white artist takes art from a black artist and art that was meant to touch on race and violence and racial violence and then 
co-ops that and puts their own message on it. The only people... This sounds bad. Uh-oh. Problematic <laughs> statement coming soon. I feel like the only people who do this are... Is that? Like, there is not a... Like, where is the uh, is the... the the other black person making a Childish Gambino video about something else. like Is it that there aren't any more, or is it that we only noticed her because she was a white woman? Well, there are probably like a hundred different versions of it on YouTube now. Let's look it up. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that's the case. Maybe I'm uneducated. It's not that we're uneducated. It's, it's and, people haven't, and people haven't spoofed it. But it's the same way you were just talking about with clickbait, where it's kind of low-hanging fruit where... For instance, if I did a video or if I did a remake of that of the childish video, first and foremost, I would be horrible dancing. So my dancing would probably look exactly like Nicole Arbor's. Maybe a little bit better, but still bad. Uh, production value wise, I don't have the money or the I mean, honestly don't have probably the talent to direct something like that either. So it would come across as a spoof. Now is it viewed the same way because I'm a black guy doing it? No, this doesn't exist. There is not another one. There are videos of people watching it. There are reaction videos. There are remakes of Coming to America. And that's okay, because that's funny. Wait a minute. No, that's not okay. Who is remaking Coming to America? I don't know. What the hell? 2016, a Nigerian movie. All right, I can live with Nicole Arbor, but this is too far. You are tripping. Coming to America? Come out of here, bro. No. In my honest opinion, I don't think she should have done it. I don't care what her message was. It doesn't matter to me who she's trying to help. It shouldn't have been done. Like that's it. Period. That's how that's how Killer feels about it. Like there's no way, there's no one that could talk me into like does she have free speech? Yes. Does she have every right to do it? Sure. Does that make it okay? No. It was in my opinion distasteful, unnecessary, and there's a better way for her to get the feminism message out where people would have actually focused on the message she was trying to send as opposed to someone who clearly doesn't listen to a whole lot of rap trying to spit facts about feminism on the stage of covering up a video that was about gun violence against people of color in America. And that's it. Done. Synopsis. Boom. <laughs> Episode over. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing else. No, nah, I guess I feel somewhere along the same lines where hey. I definitely understand the message she was coming from, have no issues with the message right. or what totally, was intended. Totally feel Because it. I think it is necessary. What I have issues with is the way it was presented and kind of the lack of Say gracefulness it. or tact in remaking the video. In, so, in, in something... In a climate that we're in, it was just, it was not, it was tasteless. That's but it. But this is also another one of Tater's, like, really huge, like... Issues. Issues is, she has, like, we both understand, rap, hip-hop, that's not black people music anymore. That's that's American that, music. It belongs to everybody. Yeah, it's I get mainstream. It. You're it, gonna not, have it, it literally, to me, has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with her rapping. It has, it has nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with that. No. But her issue is, when they take this... And they don't necessarily understand. They have no appreciation for the culture behind it. It literally circles back to the conversation we were having earlier. There are some things that people just but, don't understand. Because I don't think it's coming from a place where do you she think, hates. Do you I don't think, think it's that. In, I don't think it's at a, race. Abroad or how can, not abroad, but like a, a 
Do you think a large group of people don't understand, or do you think it's just certain people who don't understand? Whereas, like, for really lack of a better example, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Eminem is a rapper. Eminem has been a white rapper since he's been rapping. <laughs> well, that would be how that would work. Exactly. Yes. I only spit facts over here, bro. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but with Eminem, there always comes across an appreciation, not just for the art form, not just for his but lyrics. For the culture. But for the culture, for the broader culture of understanding what goes into it, how it goes, like, what plays into it, the people behind it, the meaning, why they do certain things, all of that stuff. Whereas I look at someone like Riff Raff, and to me, that's just, <laughs> you know you know who Riff Raff? Tiptoeing in my Jordans. Now, don't get it twisted. <laughs> I love me a good Riff Raff song every now and then. That song's actually popping. But to me, he also seems like someone who is more of a caricature, where he's he saw a character on TV, and now he's trying to... He's he's playing a character. He has no understanding of why people who really and the real reason they wear gold teeth and stuff like that, or when they get braids, like why people who get dreads and stuff, like they just don't have appreciation. And I think that's what comes across in her video is a lack of understanding and tact and appreciation to the culture that spawned this video. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think there's people of color that don't understand the tact of what, you know, like, they don't understand some of the things that they're doing either and the history of it. Is it a race thing or, like, just because of how... I don't think it has anything to do with race. I think there are... Generational. I think generationally there are people just doing things to be doing it and they have no idea, like, like, why people, like... Even as simple as something like why people used to um, wear their pants so baggy or so low... You know, like that, there's actually like a reason that people did that and why they sagged and... They went to prison. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> past any of that, um, Riff Raff to me is like a different set, like a different case than what's happening here. This is someone who saw a video. What's the difference? Riff Raff was trying to rap for real. Like, But was he, how can I say this? I think it's the same thing though, where I don't think she's doing this. Even though you may take it as a spoof, I don't think when she was making it, she was intending it to mock or to to no, to, I don't to, think to spoof. I don't to use think your word. no. She definitely she definitely was spoofing. Was it was it a spoof for comedy? Yeah, no. Okay, there you go. That it wasn't it wasn't meant to be. It mocking. was not meant to it be wasn't funny. Meant to mock. But you are in fact mocking a video by creating one that looks like doing the same thing that's happening in it. And that, to me, is where she lost me. She could have done a rap video talking about feminism that was completely separate from Childish Gambino's. Or still use the same song, just do a different video? No. No. (laughs) No. No. So, I guess this goes back to... A completely separate situation. Because, like, the conversation with the Childish Gambino video is literally circled around an issue. You don't get to take an issue and then erase that issue, do the same thing, and slap another issue on top of it. Like, that doesn't... No. 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 I'm with you. You know, like, it, we want to make it okay, and I, but I think it's okay for some things to just not be okay. This was tasteless. It was unnecessary. Talk about feminism. Rap. Even if even if you yeah. want to be... Even if you want to spit hot fire. Pick an Eminem song. Get that song. dialogue going, She could have done... She could have done Lose Yourself. 
She could have recreated the Eminem I mean, scene from Eight Mile. There's a, an, a a vast majority of songs she could have picked to rap, so she wouldn't have had to come up with like a like the harmony of how to spit the lyrics. Because I imagine that's like part of the issue anyway. What's the Beyonce video where she's a cop? Huh? I don't know. Was it like a boy? It was black and white. It was a video. If I was a girl. If I was a boy. If I was a boy. Maybe. Uh, am I making that up? Is that a real song? If I was a boy is definitely a song. Okay, in the video, she was a cop then. And in the song, it's supposed to be like, if her and her guy switched roles, how would he perceive it? Yeah. I think that would be a much effect, more effective video for the message she's trying to come across with than childish. Yes. That's what I like. It has literally <laughs> somewhere in between is not saying that like people. White Feminism that, is wrong. <laughs> no, we're not saying that. We're not. We're also not saying that white people can't like black music or oh. that it has nothing to do with her being white and rapping like nothing. So it's a lack of respect for the art. Right. And the lack of respect for the art that she picked. Like you're talking about if this is America is going to end up being something that people talk about years to come, which is possible because there's like a lot of nuance in what he did in the video. But what we won't be talking about years from now is this feminism video. Are we sure we won't be talking about it? I don't know. Now we don't have a choice because now it doesn't matter that This Is America was really about social (laughs) injustice of people of color. Now it's just that this woman from Canada who is not even American has an issue. Uh, See? No, no, no. Why do white women go to work, bro? Take some black man work, repackage it as their own, and completely erase the original meaning. (laughs) This is America. <laughs> and there we Zinga! have it. And there we have it. We've come full circle. Killing like you got an old school song over there. I don't have one. Oh. I can't think of his name now. What song is it? I'm not telling you. Is it Craig Morrison? No. Oh. Is it John B? It's not, but I do like that. Whatever. SMH. What song you putting up over there, Kelly? Don't be all in my computer, bro. Do I need to find a song? No, I got it. Cause I don't have anything else to talk about. And we record for like an hour and a half. Jeez Louise, bro. Well, my fault, an hour 15. Well, she definitely went to church. I just can't take it. She just has to yeah. sit, have a seat. She needs to think about herself a little bit more. And it's um, not the message, and it's not that she's white. It's it has just, nothing to do with any of those things. It was the lack of respect for the original piece of work. It could have been a black woman who did it, and I yeah. would be like, why? Why, sister? Why? And even to her, why, sister? And then even like We're her still videos, sisters. Like, it's just, why? The lack of like just artistry, where everything was just very... Thrown together last well, minute and even, funny. Well, not thrown together. What I mean is like it was very literal. Where it's like, oh, I have an idea, and a light bulb pops over her head. It's like, can we get a little more creative with it? Nah, maybe not. I no guess. creativity out here, darlings. None allowed. No more wire hangers. No more creativity. Wow. In other news, uh, Justin Timberlake was very good in concert. If you haven't listened to his, um, I heard his new CD sucked though. No, if you so the songs that they played on the radio were very hard to like get you to want to listen to the CD, but the CD is actually really good. Here's a question: Is it a Timbaland C- album? Did Timbaland produce this one? Unsure. No, I'm sure it was him and Pharrell and like the whole crew. Because normally I only go to JT albums just to hear Timbaland. Oh well, 
That's awfully ridiculous. I mean, no offense, but, like, I'm not going to Justin Timberlake to hear him sing. Noted. Well, the, I thought the CD was good. It is not <clears throat> the normal that he normally does. The normal that he normally It's not the same old, same old. <laughs> so if you're expecting that, then you're not going to get it. But it is good. If you just listen to the music for what it is and take away any, like, preconceived Justin Timberlake thoughts, then it is. I thought it was a very good CD. And then um, Sunday I saw Anita Baker. That woman is How the old is bomb. She now? I don't know, but she is hilarious. She's at the concert. She had everybody on stage, like her whole band turned around and is like, look at the screen. Isn't that the turquoise water I asked in the change the other night? Isn't it weird? We're still seeing it. <laughs> it was so funny. Somebody's about to get fired. <laughs> yeah, no, after that, she was like, I'm just kidding. I know we're all working hard. But all I'm saying is, I asked y'all to change this. Uh, so they changed it on the stage. It was funny. Um, she's a hoot. She just reminds me of, like, your grandma who, like, doesn't really want to do anything, but she's just doing it because she has to. Like, in the middle of the concert, she was like, what are we singing next? He, like, turned the paper around, like, showed her, like, the song list. She's like, I don't want to sing that. Let's skip that one for right now. We'll yeah. come back to it. I'm with it. <laughs> Does she still sound good? Yeah, she sounded really amazing. That's good. That was really great. You living out here, bro? Just out here trying to, you know, going to concerts and stuff. Seeing Anita Baker. Yeah, we plan. I planned this one for a while. Once I found out she was going on tour, I knew I wanted to see her again because I think this is the last time. Hmm. Has Stevie stopped touring? I don't think so. Not yet. Oh man, I gotta catch Stevie before he goes. You do. All right. One of the saddest days in my life is that I didn't go to that damn Prince concert. I don't want to talk about it. I know you me were either. There. It makes me sad. You were there. I was there. It was a great concert. But not going to talk about it right now. All right. What else you got on your docket? Spike's trying to leave me. So I got to go. And the words of, what's that lady, that white woman's name? That we just talked about? For oh, Nicole minutes? Arbor. Shout out to Nicole Arbor. For coming in the church, and we're going to go out on this one this week. Uh, you can find me at Simply Kill a Claude on the socials, and you can find Spike at S L I M M underscore D I G I T Y, Slim Diggity, across the board. Find him, find us. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you send it to a friend. Have them listen while they're at work. Some days we're funny, some days we're still funny. I laugh every time. You should laugh every time. Some days we're funny, some days we're even funnier. <laughs> funnier. We're going out same way we came in. Suckers later! Peace.